This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show. I am Rob Motti, going solo this week without my beautiful wife, Remy, who celebrates a milestone birthday this weekend. Remy turns 40, and it's been a hectic start to the new year. So welcome to everyone who's listening to us on all of our radio affiliates across the country. And if you're listening to the podcast, we truly appreciate that as well. It is NFL playoff weekend. It starts this weekend. And one of our guests is the quarterback for the Houston Texans, CJ Stroud. He's been on the show before. I had an opportunity to speak to CJ. It's probably been about a month, but we didn't get the chance to put that or use that interview yet, so we're going to, it's timed perfectly as the Houston Texans get ready to host the Cleveland Browns in a wild card playoff game. CJ's an incredible story, but I I just want to talk a little bit about what a a wild, hectic, crazy week this has been personally, because other than the Super Bowl, where that's an insane 80-90 hour work week, this is the week where we announce the the Associated Press announces the All-Pro team, and it's announced on Friday. So the whole week, um, I'm just locked. It's a lockdown mode, counting ballots and doing all that stuff, and an opportunity to break the news to several players. I, I think it was eight, nine, maybe ten players I spoke to and shared the wonderful news for them and record some videos and put some reactions out there. And um, it's been great, and it's been challenging for me because I... As I mentioned at the top, it's going to be Remy's 40th birthday this weekend, and we had certain plans, and we can't follow through with those plans, and I I probably should have asked Remy when her birthday was when we met, when we first met, because knowing that, well, at the time, I wasn't an NFL writer. I did all the sports, and this week wouldn't have been as crazy and as wild for me as it has been the past two years, but it just so happens to each year... This is the time of year where the playoffs start and we announce. And last last weekend, I was so dreading because the Buccaneers and the Eagles, it appeared that they were going to be the first-round opponent for one another. And the NFL didn't announce the games until late Sunday night. And I was literally praying, please don't have that game on Saturday, not on, on Remy's birthday. It's, you know, if it was... 32 or 36 or whatever, but 40, it's kind of a big deal. And I want to be home. I've worked through all my birthdays. I I don't care personally, but it's my wife and everything. So the schedule makers, the NFL hooked me up. That game is Monday night. So we'll be able to have a little bit of a celebration before the first game of the playoffs. It's going to be the Houston Texans against the Cleveland Browns with CJ Stroud going up against Joe Flacco. And you'll hear a little bit from CJ. He's such a remarkable person in that a young man who is so already mature enough to recognize that his hope and peace and joy comes from the Lord. And after he led the Texans to a big win, they had a win or they would have been eliminated last Saturday night against Indianapolis on the road. And he played a tremendous game. They won that football game and He's being interviewed afterwards, and first thing, he deflects all the praise and the glory to God, to his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And throughout the interview with Lisa Salters from ESPN, he's 
praising the Lord and talking about a, a Bible verse that he has, Proverbs 3, 5, 6, on his wrist. So that's really cool. He grew up the son of a preacher, and and his dad is in jail. So we talk a little bit about that, but you'll hear that coming up. What I want to talk to you about today, beyond the NFL playoffs, and maybe if I have a few minutes, I'll, I'll run down some of my thoughts on that. But I want to talk to you a little bit about Romans 8, 5. And in Romans 8, 5, Paul writes, Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on one on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. These are powerful words, powerful words from Paul. And, and as I'm listening to and, and reading through and, and trying to understand, and I, I have my my study Bible out and, and you go through and, and you get the notes and everything else. And it, it's, it's really awesome. And as I'm reading through it and trying to understand this, and this is what I, I gleaned from what Paul's saying without Jesus, we would have absolutely no hope at all, but Jesus came to offer us freedom. He came to offer us freedom from sin, our, our own selfish desires he, he came to offer us freedom from all of the, the negativity and, and the things that we may be inclined to do. And he gave us power to do his will, to live out his will for us. Now, that power comes from and through the Holy Spirit. So the, the Holy Spirit gives every reborn Christian this power to live as much like Christ as possible. We will always fall short. We will never reach that top. We will never be as perfect as Jesus was. But we have this power through the Holy Spirit to live as much as possible and to try to live like Christ, the way he loved, the way he cared, the way he walked this earth making an incredible difference on every life he touched. How many of us can say we set out each morning to make a positive difference on at least one other person? I know this week I have been absent in my house. I was home. I was holed up in my home office. I was recording videos. I was writing stories. I'm dealing with all the all pro and can, can we take a minute to talk about all the coaching changes? Bill Belichick out in New England. Nick Saban retires at Alabama. Two legends, maybe the greatest of all time in college and the NFL. Pete Carroll, another legendary coach, and all of the other coaching moves. So I'm stopping for news. I'm dealing with that and all of this stuff. And this week I was completely absent at home. And Remy's taking down all the Christmas decorations by herself. Somehow this woman carried, she's amazing, carried a two Christmas trees, took them down, one's upstairs in the loft, one's downstairs, brought it down, put everything away, like incredible. The kids are, are doing what they need, and I'm trying to be, I couldn't even sit three nights in a row, I couldn't even sit and pray with the kids. I'm working till 2 a.m. So I kiss them, quick prayer, and out. And 
I was not absent. I was absent. I was not present at all this week at home. And there were moments where I got frustrated. And there were moments where I became annoyed with so much that I'm dealing with that I would take out some of that frustration on anything around me or anyone who who happens to ask daddy for something that he can't do. And fortunately, my children, my wife are so... They're so forgiving. The amount of grace I get from them is is a wonderful thing. But I know I I didn't live like Christ this week as much as I could. There were moments where I was angry, I was frustrated, I was annoyed. But we can choose to let our sinful nature dominate our lives or we can choose to let the Holy Spirit feed us and guide us and lead us. Let me go back and read this, Romans 8, 5. It's such a powerful verse. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. We live in a world now, you know this, you see this, where there is so much outside influence, where there there are so many factors that can steer us down the wrong path. It's hard. It's difficult. Our sinful desires are what our flesh desires, what we value, the things the world tells us should be priorities, how more and more we see people trending away from the Lord. It's difficult. It's, it's really a challenge to avoid falling into the traps that are set for us. So we can choose to let our sinful nature dominate our lives, or we can choose to let that spirit, that Holy Spirit, feed us and guide us and lead us. So what are what are those things of the spirit? Those are the things that they're important to God. And it's his kingdom, his son, his word, his truth, his will. So we who are according to the spirit, we're supposed to have a different mindset than those who live according to the flesh. See, when we become born again and we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we're supposed to now, and it doesn't happen overnight, There are always challenges. I I remember the moment that I accepted Christ on August 29, 2010, and what my life was like the next day, August 30th, and what my life is like August 30th, 2023, and beyond. It changes. I grew. I matured. But once that moment comes, once we accept the Lord as our Savior, We start to see the world different. We start to have different reactions. And our desires change. And our purpose changes. So that's not, I'm not trying to say we didn't live according to the flesh previously. Because I know when I did, Once we surrender to Christ, 
And once I surrendered to Christ and genuinely and sincerely accepted him as my Lord and Savior, then Jesus' promises we will be filled with the Spirit and our desires will change. So it becomes it becomes a very beautiful moment, passage, journey that we grow through, that we live through. And we start to realize that our hope and our joy comes from the things of the Spirit, the will of God. Not those desires that we used to fall back on or that we wanted so desperately and so badly. And it doesn't mean that we can we should stop pursuing accomplishment and achievement in our career. But if we're so focused on and I constantly need to remind myself of this. If I'm so focused on work, if I'm so focused on what I need to do to get ahead, I need to be more present in the moment. And I can't allow what all of the achievement and accomplishment can do for me to cloud my judgment. And I'm bringing this to you today because of what I went through this week in a bit, in a very busy, challenging time. And it's not going to be the only time where I, I have so much to do. So many of you have even more on your plate than I do. And I understand that and I get that. But those who live according to the flesh, they only have their mind set on what the flesh desires. Don't allow your sinful nature to take you down a path where you veer away from living in accordance with what the Holy Spirit and the Lord has set forth for you. That's my constant challenge. That's my constant, not concern, but a goal of mine. So before we get to the C.J. Stroud interview after the break, that's quickly, I, I love it. It's NFL playoffs. We're down to 13 games. 272 games have been played. I have to pick and predict each, I've, each one, every single game. And I do it on a Wednesday. And this year, I, 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 I believe I, I had to do better than last year. Uh, I believe I was, now I'm, I was 26 games over 500 against the spread. Way better than that, straight up. And looking at the games this weekend, you got the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers with the buys. Buffalo's the two seed in the AFC against Pittsburgh, the seven seed. The two seed has never lost to the seven seed. It's only been three years. They're 6-0. and I'm taking Buffalo in that game. I got the Chiefs beating the Dolphins. I think the Chiefs at home despite some of their struggles, will win that game. And then it, it brings me to CJ against the Cleveland Browns and that defense, and, and Houston's at home, and you'll hear from CJ coming up. And I picked against them. I, I took the Browns to win that game. 
Over in the NFC, Cowboys and Packers are the 2-7 matchup. I, I can't see how the Packers, although if there's going to be a two seed that loses, it could be Dallas, but I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Lions and Rams, that I see is an upset, a 3-6 upset. I think the Rams will beat Detroit. And then a 4-5 matchup, Tampa Bay at home, the game I'll go to, and, and the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are limping into the playoffs, lost 5 of 6. Buccaneers have won 5 of 6. I, I just don't see how Philly can lose this one. They're the more talented team. They should win this football game. So that's how I see these games playing out. Stay tuned. Coming up next, you'll hear from Houston Texans quarterback, C.J. Stroud. You're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. With 33 convenient locations, Heritage's Dairy Stores desires to be your deli of choice. Heritage's full-service delis offer great-tasting products for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Harry Egg Breakfast Sandwich, made with two farm-fresh eggs, cheese, choice meat on a fresh Kaiser roll, makes morning simple. Heritage's famous subs are built on freshly baked Lysio rolls and feature Dietz & Watson premium meats and cheeses, freshly sliced anytime. Making lunches at home? Try one of our lunchbox specials, which are sure to please. Heritage's Dairy Stores, our family, your hometown deli. This is Derrick Henry, and you listen to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show. I'm Rob Motti. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. Find every episode since we launched in 2017. We've had an incredible lineup of guests. You can listen anytime to any of the episodes at your convenience on all of the podcast platforms. Sometimes you can hear a longer version of the interview there in case they're shorter for radio. So it always depends. In the past, I would sometimes have a guest on for 25, 30 minutes. And we used this. We started out as an hour. We became a 30-minute a radio program. I know attention spans out there are short, but also be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Faith on the Field and tell a friend or two or as many as you'd like about our show. We have sponsorship opportunities and packages for Everyone, if you'd like to help out that way, be a sponsor for our show, help our ministry grow, you can reach out to us at team at faithonafieldshow.com. We have so many things that we can do. Our goal is to be on a sports radio station in every state. If you don't have a business to advertise, but you just want to help us reach that goal, well, we have a donate button on our page on faithonafieldshow.com. Our guest this week, CJ Stroud, is a rookie quarterback for the Houston Texans. I believe this is the third time. I've had him on the show. I met him at the Super Bowl. I, I I interviewed him at the draft, and he went from Ohio State, was the number two pick by the Houston Texans, had such a special season, and look forward to finding out at NFL Honors next month whether or not he's the offensive rookie of the year. CJ is a, a man of strong faith, and he's had so many challenges to overcome in his life, and we talk about that in a little bit more. Here's C.J. Stroud. I'm good, man. You? 
I'm doing well. I, I talked to you at the uh, Super Bowl, the day of the draft, before you even went to Houston. And uh, now I see you in Houston doing amazing, incredible things. What's this journey been like for you? I appreciate that, man. Good to see you again, too. Um, it's been cool, man. It's been a blessing. Uh, just a lot of ups and downs, you know, just learning as I'm going. Um, I have a great support staff here in Houston um, with the Texans and just family and stuff. So I'm blessed. I'm blessed through and through, man. I know how much your faith is important to you. I talked to you about it back then, and, and now I see you going out there and playing and then making sure you're using the platform that you have to glorify the Lord. Um, that's really cool to see, and from my perspective, I appreciate that. Uh, why is it so important to you to do that? I appreciate that, man. And uh, I would say it's important to me because I'm the, the love that I feel from the Lord and the experience that I've, I've been blessed enough to have with him and just feeling his grace, his mercy. I want other people to feel that, you know, I want other people to know that um, they don't have to rely on themselves or worldly things that they can rely on the Lord. And that's really the only way you can truly be peaceful and truly um, know what true love is. And um, I just want people to feel that love. Uh, it's not about me. It's not about um, me trying to push a, a gender or anything. It's really just about him and his, and his love and his, his grace and his mercy. So, I just want other people to be able to feel that. Man, I understand exactly where you're coming from. It took me a, a lot longer than you, though, to realize that real peace and real joy and, and real hope come, comes from him and not from the world. I was in my 30s. How'd you get to be that way so young and, and really understand that? Like, how did that happen for you? Yeah, um, a little bit about my story. I mean, I, I grew up in a church. My father was a pastor in the church, and my mom was the first lady, and that's really all we that was my foundation. So I always knew right from wrong. And as I've gotten older, um, I realized like I didn't know the Lord for myself. I only knew it from how my parents explained or like how I remembered in church. Um, and I stopped actually going to church. And then I had an experience where I went to church in college for the first time in a long time with a couple of teammates from Ohio State, uh, Cameron Babb, Xavier Johnson, G. Scott um, and Jackson Smith and Jigba. And uh, we all were at church. And we just broke down our knees crying, man. And we felt the presence of the Lord again because it was our first time all going back to church in a long time. And ever since that moment, um, I've always, uh, I mean, I just kind of felt the presence of the Lord. And, and I, I felt that I needed to get closer to him and know him for me and not from my parents' perspective. So, um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect in any way uh, or any way or mean, but uh, just like everybody else, I'm trying, man. And I just want other people to know, like, you don't have to be perfect. When you come to Christ, man, you come as you are, and he accepts you there. I've had an opportunity to go into prisons and, and do some ministry work and play play ball against some inmates and, and share the gospel uh, with them, in, using that as a vehicle. Um, I, I know with your situation, with your dad, what that means to you. Um, have you ever had opportunities like that? And, and, and I know you wanted to amplify what that kind of what, – what's happening behind the scenes and things like that. Yeah, I mean um... – my dad, yeah, it's a situation where I mean, I know I've, I made it a little, uh, I made it public and let known, let people know like what's going on in my life, and it's been going on since I've been a, a, a lot younger, and I'm more mature with it now, more uh, aware of like the situation, and um, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback and a lot of support, um, and that's been a blessing for me just because I didn't know how that was gonna go, you know, so um, it's been a blessing to work with some of the people I've gotten to work with these past couple months. Um, my guy, Michael Rubin, is um, one of the, the main people in the reform 
that helped me, Jessica Jackson, uh, my guy, uh, Robert, uh, and they're all helping with the situation. And, um, and it's not just about my father. It's about – and the reason why I even said anything in the first place was I want kids from all over walks of life to know, like, man, just because your situation could be – your parent could be in jail or whatever the case may be or whatever you want to become. And I didn't know that always, you know. So um, that was the main thing that I wanted to do is just let know – let people know that, man, I, 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 I'm relatable um, and, and I can I – can, um, relate to some of the struggles that people go through on a day-to-day basis. And just because I'm on TV doesn't mean that uh, we don't care. And um, I, I care just like you guys, you know. So I just want kids and people to know that, man, you're not the only one. Speaking of Michael Rubin, I know through him you got to know Tom Brady a little bit. Uh, I, I saw that video this week of your center sweating and everything else. I know what Tom used to do. He used to make his centers, like, get all that baby powder on them. Have, have you have you looked yeah. at that? Have, have you talked to Talk to your guy. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually we we've been because you know Houston is, is the hottest place on earth. So uh, we we've gotten a, to we got a couple remedies we've been doing, but it's gotten kind of cooler out here. So we've been ha- and we play indoors, so we really haven't had those problems. I don't know what it was when my guy Dieter <laughs> he was sweating. He's sweating a lot, man. And uh, if you're a quarterback, you know that that sweating sweaty ball isn't the, the most fun thing to throw. So. Um, pause and uh it was definitely definitely a challenge but we figured it out and we've been doing the baby powder thing with the towel on the back end um but it was his like up top I think he was spraying himself with water or something had to be that because it was like like crazy so we figured it out though (laughs) I'm sure you will hey what's it like playing for coach D'Amico Ryans he's in his first year just like you and what he's been able to build there coming in taking over that team and get you guys in playoff contention uh, we knew he could do great things as D coordinator, and now he's doing it as a head coach. Yeah, man, it's been amazing. Um, D'Amico is um, a coach that you definitely want to play for. He's a player's coach. He wants to he wants to not only help you on on the field but off as well. Um, he's always checking up us, checking up on our mentals, um, and he holds everybody accountable on the field as well, which you which you can appreciate. And he holds himself to a standard, and we all have to follow that standard and. Um, it's been cool because, I mean, everything has kind of happened so quick. I um, mean, you know, our expectation was that, but the world's wasn't. So uh, now that we're getting to prove to everybody that who we are, um, it's been really special this year. I wish you uh, a ton of blessings and a, a ton of success uh, on and off the field. I appreciate that, man. Great seeing you again. Thank you. That's it for this week. Thank you to CJ Stroud. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, everyone on our Faith on the Field show team. And thank you for listening to Faith on the Field show for Remy. I'm Rob Motti, reminding you, make a difference, be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free.